Hi, I'm Gar Sanders. I'm Jamie Wincup. I'm Lee Holdsworth. I'm James Courtney. We're the Forex Angels, and you're listening to the VA Insiders. It's your weekly dose of V8 news on the V8 Insiders. Now here's your host, Craig Revell. Wing Cup wraps up his third. Well, it never really sinks in until a week week later. You know, I'm still fatigued now after uh, what was a, a massive event. The car of the future is launched. Key features underneath the car are more market relevant and they are designed to be the platform for the next 10 years. And the silly season heats up. We said I'm going to a four-car team. <laughs> it's all coming up today as the lights go out on another edition of the V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. This news update is brought to you by V8X Magazine. Log on to the official V8X Magazine Facebook page for your chance to win some great prizes. Jamie Wincup has secured his third V8 Supercar Championship at the Sydney 500 last weekend with a measured drive in race 28 of the series. Um, I've never driven so soft before, believe it or not. I was slow at the restarts, just trying to get clean air, trying to stay out of the carnage, which there was plenty of. But um, at the end of the day, you know, we've, uh, we've fought on such a long year. Um, it's been a long week, to be honest. Everyone's... Uh, uh, told me I was going to do this, but uh, it's never done until it's done. And um, I've got a fantastic team, um, fantastic sponsors, and, uh, and a fantastic teammate to uh, to keep it professional and uh, and just really just help me out right till the end. We hear more from Jamie and Craig Lowndes when they join us for this week's roundtable. Um, we pretty well know each other, it's so no it, it's no secrets in this team. The Saturday race saw Wing Cup breaking a steering arm on his car, which allowed Lowndes the chance to close the gap in the championship to just 83 points. Driving a superbly crafted race to take the win over a hard-charging Garth Tander and Shane Van Gisbergen, who literally drove over the top of Michael Caruso heading into the final turn. I knew it was going to be a high attrition rate race, but uh, you know we didn't know how much or where, where it was going to come. So uh, we had a couple of close shaves, I think, uh, with I think it was Rick and uh, was it Stevie J coming into the pits. I think he almost turned him around. Kept driving to a number, and as we say, fuel, the number got better, so I could use slightly more and more and more fuel until three laps ago. They said, don't worry about saving any fuel, go as hard as you like. So I turned the headlights on and went as hard as I could, and come up about a car length short. I mean, there was no malice intent from both myself and Shane, and we're good mates, and look, we're, um, we're out there fighting hard. Why wouldn't we be? This is the most competitive touring car championship in the world, and, um, you know, to get on that podium, everyone will do whatever they can. Lowndes' team found 200 millilitres of fuel left in the tank of the car once it was returned to the paddock area. The electronic curb cutting detection system was again turned off on Saturday. Adrian Burgess from Triple Eight explained when the decision was made. Uh, they told us the, this morning before qualifying. We had, we had a bit of a discussion last night in the driver's briefing about it, whether they needed to be uh, used at all. There was various uh, opinions. 
we left the meeting last night, and they told us they were going to be on for qualifying. And uh, overnight, uh, I think maybe a few people saw sense and realised that we didn't need them. Uh, the circuits do the job, uh, the curbs, sorry, do the job anyway. And I think that was the right decision, and uh, we had a good good race today. Shane van Gisbergen and Garth Tander both spoke about the adjustments they could make in attacking the track. Yep, I think the curbs limit. Around here, the style of the curbs limit how much you can take if you try and cut it and take four wheels across the curb. They're just too high, and you know the the bollard system is okay. It stops you uh, taking the piss for want of a better phrase. Um, I learnt a lot in the race, so I'll be a bit better tomorrow in qualifying. I probably didn't take enough this morning. On Sunday, with the championship on a wire. The other 26 cars only had one ambition, to end their season on a high. Ford Performance Racing was flying with all three of their cars towards the front of the field, but incidents saw only Frosty remain on the podium. Yeah, I'm, I'm wrapped. The, uh, the car was really good and um, I'm just so proud of the team, the way we've turned it around from mid-season and uh, I remember sitting in press conferences when we won Gold Coast you know, where we're going to back it up, and I think we've done that pretty well for the rest of the year. So um, I'm disappointed for PD. He, uh, it was his last race, and he deserved a better result than what he got, and, uh, yeah, disappointed for him. But um, as, as a team, I think we have you know, should hold our head up high and, and uh, be proud of how we come home and um, look forward to next year. Craig Lowndes did everything in his power to try and snatch the title away from his teammate, but it was not to be, and he was only able to manage second on the day and second in the championship. Oh, look, it was one of those, uh, today was a day that, uh, again, like yesterday, we had nothing to lose. So um, uh, the interesting th- part for us was uh, the start of the race, obviously. Uh... Shane Van Gisbergen was also able to hang on to third place in a rough and tumble final race of the year. Today was uh, pretty tough. We chose to came, come in on the warm-up lap and uh, bent a roll bar, I think, quite early, and the car was different around the lefts and the rights. And when I braked, the steering would go to the left and then uh, we broke the exhaust when Will Davison passed us and uh, I was hoping that the safety car would stay out uh, for a while but um, it didn't and we were uh, driving a Massey Ferguson for the last two laps but uh, there's a bit going on behind us so I was able to hold third place. Fair Supercars announced a new CEO on Thursday evening, former CEO of the Premier Media Group which includes Fox Sports and Speed TV, Dave Malone will join the organisation in the new year. His television background will be essential when negotiating the new TV contract, which is starting to heat up. Tony Cochran told us his focus was firmly fixed on it. Oh, really, my world at the moment, it's um, things like uh, the new media rights. This is a big issue. Um, and um, new international events for 2013 and 14. You heard Mark say we're going to grow to 18 events. They're, they're going to be all events outside of Australia. Not, there's not going to be any new events here. In my opinion... But I could be wrong, something might jump out of the woodwork, but in my opinion, there'll be, uh, all those new events will be offshore. Friday and the Car of the Future was launched in V8 style, with the chief architect of the program, Mark Scaife, running through some of the features of the car. Bringing the engine rearward in the car will basically save costs with normal front-to-rear uh, collisions through the course of the racing. For us to have an independent rear suspension is an important and market-relevant aspect of the new design. The cars are effectively 100 kilos lighter than our current cars. We've replaced the existing gearbox, which is a great Australian story, with an Albans uh, rear transaxle fitted to the back of the car, which links in with the independent rear suspension. Increasing the wheel size, we make a bigger envelope 
for the brake package. We're moving the fuel cell in front of the axle centre line, which will make a big difference in terms of safety, but also a big difference in terms of the market relevance, more road car-like. SCAFE has had to deal with a lot of sniping and bitching from various stakeholders during the project. What did he think of their response now that the technical specifications were completed? Look, there's no bitching from the side. It's, it's, for us, they're going to be able to build four cars for the same price as three. We're going to be able to race more often. We're going to be able to repair the cars cheaper. If, if other manufacturers come in, the teams in this pit will be the beneficiaries of that. The sport will be in the best hands it's been in. I mean, this is exciting stuff. Tony Cochran was confident that there would be four different makes of V8 supercars on the grid in 2014. We've uh, probably got four serious manufacturers at the moment that are um, still proceeding with uh, their uh, work. There are another couple that are that are involved, but uh, there's probably, I'd say, four that I'd call in the truly serious basket. I, I think two of them will break cover in the first part of next year, somewhere between, you know, um, January and May. Gary Rogers agreed with the chairman of the board that the series would again gain further public interest and support when more manufacturers joined in. Personally, I think the more the merrier. I don't see a downside to that. I mean, you know, we've moved on from 50 years ago. The population um, is obviously larger, but it's also more diverse. There's all sorts of different people here that perhaps would like to see the Volvo again or the buddy you know, Mobile or the whatever. And uh, so, you know, why shouldn't they have a crack so long as they can afford to do it? I think, um, I think it will create an enormous amount of public interest, in my opinion. Adam Perry is responsible for ensuring the technical regulations are being followed to the letter and he is confident that the teams will understand that they cannot stray too far from the intent of the specifications. Really a good set of rules will help everyone from the outset. You know, there won't be um, the grey area in between rules, if you like. Um, you know, and an opening rule is um, if it doesn't say you can, well then you can't. After the break, plenty more news from the Sydney Telstra 500. I hope you stay with us. News on the V8 Insiders is brought to you by the official V8X Magazine Facebook page. Sign up and keep in touch with V8 Supercars. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 supercar coverage. Out now. The views expressed on V8 Insiders, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect those of the network, Thunder Media, sportradio.com.au or V8X magazine. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth. You're listening to V8 Insiders. Welcome back to the V8 Insiders. As the news continues, Greg Murphy and Pepsi have re-signed with Kelly Racing. The popular New Zealander thrilled with the decision. It's tough to stay in this championship these days, so I'm pretty, pretty, pretty fortunate and I'm looking forward to it because um, you know, we, we started something this year and it's, it's nice to have, a, have another, another crack at it, get another 12 months. I mean, it's hard to do... Do the, do the job justice in a new operation in one year, so it's good to get another crack for, for 2012, so I'm really happy. Dean Fiore will move from Jim Beam Racing next year, although the change will not see him make 
that many adjustments. There'll be three across the board, but I'll st- stay in my car. So James will be in his car at the moment, just be branded differently. Stevie will obviously stay in his. And, um, yeah, I'll go over there in mine, and I'll run number 12. Moff will keep number 18, and Stevie will run 17. Gary Rogers remains tight-lipped about his second driver, not wanting to hint on when announcement will be made. Well, it's, in pro- it's work in progress. I feel like a government department. Yeah. It's dragging on like the government department would too as well. Alex Davison has been linked with both GRM and Brad Jones Racing. But Jason Barguana is confident he'll have that drive in 2012. Well, it's, in pro- it's work in progress. I feel like a government department. Yeah. It's dragging on like the government department would too as well. Alex Davison's future is still in the ether. At this stage, there's still quite a bit happening and two or three reasonably strong possibilities but you know I don't really have a solid indication I'm not really mega confident at the moment you know for sure that I'll be in one of them you know I'd have to say I'm in with a good shot at all of those you know possible seeds but until there's a bit of paper on my desk ready to sign um, I'm not going to get too carried away with anything been doing this for too long. Carl Reindler looks to be moving to the seat vacated by David Reynolds at Kelly Racing Reynolds moving to the Bottolo car next season, whilst Tez Douglas will take over from Warren Luff at Lucas Dumbrell Racing. Paul Morris looks assured of running at least one car, but perhaps not even one car, with one licence being leased to Jonathan Webb to form a two-car team with a possible monster Coca-Cola link. The move could see Webb switch from Ford to Holden while the other licence could land at Dick Johnson Racing, allowing them to form a four-car super team, potentially with VIP Pep Foods and Steve Owen at the wheel. Malcolm Sweetman from Dick Johnson Racing talked about the plans for 2012 and when they have to start on their Car of the Future program. We've taken the view that we will build one laboratory car and then we probably won't build car two until we won't even start until September, October. We, we had another plan, but to, to be honest, it's still evolving. We, we had quite a clear and concise plan when we were based around three cars um, and certain elements of the car that we thought were in place that perhaps now... Um, but there's some uncertainty, which makes one, when one is, should we say, resource-limited not to go steaming in and build something that might actually not be the right thing to do. Dean Fiore believes that the end of the one-car team is nigh. Now it's getting so big, um, more overseas rounds, more demand on staff. There's just There's got to be bigger things behind these, these teams to drive them. Um, Single-car teams, I think, will be extinct by 2014. Ray Robbins, the Assistant Operating Officer of... The V8 Supercars announced he would not be going further than the Sydney 500 weekend. Robbins, who had been with the championship ever since its inception, said how he became involved. Mark Scaife and Ben Seaton were the people that were responsible for getting me into this sport. Or I raced sprint cars before that in proper racing. But, uh, <laughs> but Mark and Ben Seaton... Um, thought that they wanted a technical man to come along and uh, look after the technical aspects of the cars and um, transition between Group A and V8 supercars. So for that, Mark, I've been very lucky to turn my hobby into a profession. Ray's departure from V8 supercars was a shock to many at the V8 supercars organisation who were emotional with the news that he would not be going on. Andrew Thompson wrapped up the Fujitsu Series Championship on Saturday winning the penultimate round.
you know, win a championship with a race win is, uh, you know, the ideal way to do it. It's, uh, we didn't want to play conservative when we come here, but uh, obviously the championship was our goal. So if we had to, we would have, but uh, we got a good start and got clear and had a really good car. So, uh, you know, I, I can't complain how the weekend's been going and, you know, now we can uh, relax and not worry about collecting points and just go out and have some fun tomorrow. On Sunday, it was Jack Perkins who took the victory. People only really remember your last race and you're only as good as your last race, so to win and win pretty convincingly is a great credit to my team and also to everyone that made it possible this year. Super Cheap Auto, Bob Jane, Teammates, Akicek, Roland Dane, Russell Ingle, Paul Morris, everyone that really helped out um, and the team at Sonic. I can't thank everyone enough. And that's the news on the V8 Insiders after the break. It's our final Rookie Year interview with James Moffat. Find out more about your favourite supercar teams and drivers when we go inside further on the V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. You're listening to V8 Insiders. James Offord, our final rookie year interview. How does it uh, feel to not be a rookie anymore? Um, haven't really thought about it to be honest so yeah don't, don't have a feeling on that to be honest it couldn't have been a worse end of the week, year though could it well, it's a bit harsh mate like finished 8th yesterday so uh, that wasn't wasn't too bad obviously yeah today's result wasn't uh, what we were looking for but sometimes you get those days in racing knowing what the team's got in store for over the summer break what's your uh, what's your feeling now between now and Clipsal Oh, well, just, uh, you know, clearly we do have a lot of work to do as a team and uh, put our heads down, bums up and work hard over the break and hopefully come out uh, with some more competitive cars at the start of next year. Well, James, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you right throughout the year and uh, we hope you have a great Christmas and uh, I look forward to seeing you on the grid at Clipsal in uh, what should be a very interesting livery car. Oh, no, it'd be good. So uh, thanks for having me on all year and uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Controversy Corner is next when we return with more on the V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. You watch the action on TV. Now read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. To ask a question of the V8 Insiders, just email them at v8insiders at sportradio.com.au. Hi, I'm Craig Lance from Team Vodafone, and you're listening to V8 Insiders. Welcome back to V8 Insiders. Joining us, one and two in the championship, Jamie Winkup. Congratulations, your third title now. Yeah, thank you very much. You know, it's, uh, it's been a phenomenal year, so many ups and downs, um, and one, the absolute best year for, uh, for Team Vodafone. To, to finish 1-2, which is the main thing, is, uh, is also sweet. You and, and Craig have got this partnership together now. Craig, can you take from Jamie, and what do you give to Jamie? 
Oh, I think we, we complement each other. I think that uh, you know Jamie's been very strong in qualifying, and uh, and you know he's been a you know a, a great teammate. You know he lifts the bar, and of course I try and lift with it, and then we uh, compete against each other, and we have that healthy rivalry. And uh, you know to get it down to uh, where we're at this this uh, home bush this year, I think it was fantastic to have the two cars uh, competing head to head, and I think that's uh, is a credit to us and the team to put it, to be able to keep that sort of all in check. When you when you look at Craig and what you've seen yourself develop and Craig develop in the team, Jamie, what do you see in Craig that you try to emulate in yourself? Oh, everything, everything, you know, on, on and off the track. It's, uh, yeah, you know, we, we, we work together, you know. I think we're a great team and um, we're already, already looking into um, trying to continue our, our, um, our partnership for, for years to come. So it's, uh, yeah. No, it's, I, I couldn't be happier, you know, and I, I was wrapped for, uh, well, I think we've won over 50% of the races this year, and, um, you know, of course, we, um, yeah, couldn't be happier. When you see you two guys together, Craig's always got a smile on his face, you, you can read your mood when we see you, is that something, the way that Craig seems to be able to brush everything off and, and Jamie has that emotion, is that something you can yin and yang together with? <laughs> oh well, it's good. I suppose it's good to be different. We we both got different personalities, um, pros and cons of both, of course. So no, 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 it's good. You know, you need you need variety. You need variety in the sport, and um, yeah, it's a good thing. When it when it comes down to you only have to beat your teammate. When he's winning the championship, you're running second. Is that harder to take than when you know you've had some knocks through the year that has caused you to finish further back? Oh, no, I think that uh, you know this year has been a very uh, satisfying year for me personally. You know, we've lifted our game in a lot of areas, and uh, you know, second was the best we could do this year. You know, obviously, next year's another year, but uh, um, you know, for us to have two strong cars throughout the season uh, at any given race, you know, to be able to have the opportunity to win races was uh, you know a fantastic um, achievement for the team, and really, uh, you know. Uh, Jamie and I have had some great battles throughout the year. We've we've had some one twos finishes. So, uh, you know, uh, really, as as uh, you know, we've said that you know we've got to work close together, which we have, to make sure that we've got two fast, speedy cars. And uh, uh, you know, really, I think it just it's a highlight, and it's, I think it's a uh, reflection on uh, on this year. We've been able to do that. Even this weekend, you know, people came in and said that we're going to battle each other, but uh, we did on track. But uh, you know, when we're off the track, when we're behind the scenes, we work very close together, and uh, we've got to do, uh, to make the cars speedy, fast, and uh, and, of course, to, uh, to stay out of trouble. When you two see the car of the future being launched like it is for 2013, what's the first thing that comes to your mind about what this, few, what this team is going to have to do over the next 12 months? Oh, I think there's, there's no doubt that uh, the car of the future is uh, something that's pretty exciting for all of us, and, and to see what's uh, obviously been uh, presented to us this weekend is uh, is quite interesting. It, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think it's got everyone talking about it, and uh, and really, uh, you know, for us as a team, it's going to be a fantastic 12 months to actually build some cars and, and actually get our backsides in it. Um, you know, set the cockpit up the way we want it again, like we've done with these cars, and uh, you know, get them out on the track and, and start testing them. I think that's the that's the key thing. Every team will have their own ingredients and the way, and own mentality and thinking of how to set the cars. Up. We'll continue the way we've done ours and uh, and see where it goes. Jamie, um, yeah, I, I think for both of us, it would be great to have them next year, to be honest. But um, that's not the case. We'll wait until 2013. Um, I think variety is a good thing. Variety is a good thing, especially uh, Lance and I have been in the category for a few years now, and uh, you know, to change it up with tyres, cars, events is a good thing. Now. Craig, Jamie copped a couple of whacks this week in the press. Uh, what do you think when you see your teammate getting whacked like that? 
Oh, look, yeah, it's it's uh, it's something the media have been hyping it up. As I said, it's uh, um, it's one of those things. Uh, you know, we both uh, understand the industry we're in, and uh, you know, you take the good and the bad. Um, you know, and it's just sort of uh, even from Garth's comment. I think it's uh, you know the Gold Coast saying we've got you know, their teams not big enough for two egos. I think we uh, we proved him wrong, and I think we've uh, we'll continue to prove people wrong because we know how we operate and we'll continue to operate the way we are. Jamie, what's your thoughts? Oh, second exactly that. Yeah, no, couldn't say it any better. All right, now what I've wanted to know from you two for a while. What's the one question you've never asked Craig that you do want to know the answer to? <laughs> what do you do late at night? <laughs> I'm an old man, so I sleep. <laughs> what about you? What do you want to know from the young buck? Um, no, I suppose, uh, yeah, look, it's one of those things that uh, um, we pretty well know each other. It's so no it, secrets it's no in this, secrets team. In this no, team. No. So, it, look, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, it's fantastic to have that mix of... Uh, being able to have two strong cars at any given day and, and, and race weekends that, uh, you know, if, if I'm not performing, Jamie is or vice versa. And then, of course, the ultimate is when we both perform. You know, that, that's a fantastic uh, achievement for the team. And, and it's probably the best way for drivers to give back to the team is having results like we've done this year and uh, and to be able to win the races we've done and, and uh, you know, to, to, as I said, give back to the guys that put a lot of time and effort into building these cars, especially this weekend, because it was pretty tough on the cars. You now these, these two cars almost got rebuilt overnight. Jamie, what do you say to Roland, to Adrian and to all the guys on your team when you wrap up number, now you've wrapped up number three? Oh, both of us, just a big thank you to everyone, you know, we're the, uh, we're the, we're the lucky guys to drive the cars, but um, 45 people here at Team Vodafone, all dedicated and all, uh, all feeling, you know, satisfaction for a fantastic year and that's, uh, that's the main thing, that's the great thing about team sport, you know, it's, we're not, uh, it's, it's not a hundred, it's not track and field, it's not a hundred metre sprint, there's a, there's a full, it's a team effort and we've all, uh, we all achieve our results together. Guys, a pleasure to catch up with you both here, congratulations, both very successful seasons and we wish you all the best for Christmas and the new year. Thank you. Yeah, no, Merry Christmas, cheers. I need one more piece. Yep. Jamie Winkup, can you sum up 2011 in one word? Awesome. Greg Lowndes, can you sum up 2011 in one word? Uh, satisfied. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. You're listening to V8 Insiders. On this week's White Flag Lap, we catch up with Roland Dane following his team's victory, not only with a 1-2 in the main game, but also a Fujitsu Series championship as well. I asked him if it was the most successful season ever. Yeah, it is, uh, no doubt about it. We would have liked to have uh, had the, the Bathurst win as well, but um, we're pretty happy with the way the season's gone, the, way, the number of wins we've had, so can't be displeased with that. When you look at how well the team is performing as a group, are you feeling like your team's now at the top of its game with the addition of Adrian and with the other work you've been doing around the business? Well, it's only, uh, it's a, it's only a, a measure of uh, relativity against other teams. And uh, frankly, yeah, over the last um, uh, um, seven years, we've been the most consistent team. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we've yeah we've we've probably done a better job this year than we've ever done before. But we've been uh, the most consistent team over the last seven years. No no other team has had somebody finish in the top two every year. 
So um, I think it's something that's uh, that we've built up over a period of time. And uh, this year has um, been probably you know our best yet. But as I've said before, you know, last year was a very very special year, even though we didn't win the championship. With next year being somewhat of a gap year, it's not. It's certainly not unimportant, but you have a car of the future which will be a changing landscape. How much work are you doing to manage through one year to get to that car of the future, or are you in a position where you don't have to treat it any different at all? No, I mean, next year is just as important as any other year for us, so we'll be trying to to win next year, and by the same token, you know, we're, we're working on 2013, but we would be anyway, regardless of whether there's a new car or not. Um... Yeah, don't forget that we've had uh, the end of um, 08, we had to be ready for 09 with the FG, and uh, the end of 09 we had to be ready with the with the Commodore. So uh, it's not something that we are unfamiliar with. I guess funding-wise, a lot of teams do look at it as a big problem. You've working your structures and budgets and, and your support to be able to accommodate those sort of changes? Well, I mean, a, a big part of any sport... Uh, really is having the, the right budget in place uh, to enable you to um, uh, to have the right resources. And uh, it doesn't matter whether you're talking about footy teams or motor racing or yacht, yachting or uh, or golf and employing the best uh, trainers and caddies and everything. So um, it, the, the commercial aspects of this sport are no different from from most others in that uh, in that sense. And so a big part of laying the foundations is making sure you've got good um, that you've got good sponsorship but I mean I don't think our budget frankly is uh, is any bigger than uh, than probably two other teams out there so it's a question about of, uh, of what you do with it personally how have you enjoyed your new role for the year have you had a, a better year personally uh, oh, it's difficult because I've had a very busy year with the V8 supercar sale um, that took up the first half of the year completely for me. Um, and the second half of the year, frankly, has been, um, it's been plenty of work from a V8 supercar point of view as well, but also um, with, uh, with other businesses um, and, uh, and on Triple Eight. So I've been pretty busy, but um, for sure my, my aim has always been to, in, to ensure that the team can operate properly uh, without me if I get run over by a bus. It needs to. You can't be dependent upon one person. Well, we wish you all the best for Christmas and congratulations on your success this year. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. My thanks to Roland, Craig, Jamie and everyone here on the V8 Insiders as the checker flag waves over another edition. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Join us next week for more V8 Insiders, only on v8x.com.au.